0: As you can see our communion table is set tonight we will receive communion tonight and before we do that I just want to share a bit of God's word I want to mention that um, I checked the uh, question box that we have and I hadn't checked it in a while I had gotten kind of out of the habit of checking it, and to my surprise, there were many questions in there. So I've got about 20 questions here to catch up on, and there's some intriguing questions. So we'll start in the evening service, uh, going back at these, uh, you know, a couple at a time, answering questions. So I'll start checking those regularly again, so if you have something you want to add to um, I usually don't know who writes the question, so I don't know if there's a follow-up question. So what you have to do is either um, I'm going to answer these, so we have discussion time. You can you can answer back and talk back. You don't have to be the one who wrote the question to talk back, but uh, if you have some questions, we can we can discuss those. You know, at that time, things that are related to the question that's that's uh, listed. So next week, let's start that and. Um, we will um, uh, just kind of work our way through the list that we have and keep on going from there. First Peter chapter 1 we want to use as uh, uh, a stepping point to our communion tonight. First Peter one thir- 13. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world but was manifest in the last times for the sake of you who through him are believers in God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. Having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for sincere brotherly love, Love one another earnestly from a pure heart, since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory, like the flower of grass. The grass withers, the flowers falls. Excuse me, the grass withers and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And this word is the good news that was preached to you. So we're reminded that um, we are to be so reminded, verse 13. We're to set our hope fully on the grace that will be brought to us at the revelation of Jesus Christ. We're reminded then of Christ's return. When he's revealed, that's our hope. And he says, think about that now. Set your hope on that now so that you can live faithfully. Uh, to him, and then it goes into that faithful living. Verse fourteen: As obedient children, talks about being obedient. Um, talks about being self-controlled. We, we we talked a little bit about that in Second Peter, didn't we? Those uh, those those uh, supplements to our faith: virtue, knowledge, and self-control uh, was one of them. He says, "So, verse fourteen: Do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct." And so, we are to to live holy lives. We are to, and that's what I talked about this morning in our struggle uh, against sin, our daily battle against sin. God is calling out us to be holy. To this morning made me think about what's at stake in our holiness. Um, we, we have a testimony. Many visitors were here this morning as a result of people sharing uh, the word and inviting others to come. And those people come with the expectation that what you told them about is real. And, and, and the only witness they have to that so far is your own life. So your holiness is, is a basis of a testimony that the word of God can go out and minister to others they are the bible that we read um, they are the christians that 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 they are the bible that we are the bible excuse me that they read we are the christians that they encounter and that they see so we pray tonight for our visitors um, they got to get a hold of them and and, and speak to their hearts but um, as we do that we're reminded that god wants to to work in them through us and allow us to be faithful always think what if i invite somebody here and then i'm not here or what if i invite them here and then i'm not uh um i'm not a testimony it should be uh we we need to be that testimony in <coughs> our holiness um means somebody else's faith may in some sense be at stake because of our faithfulness Then he reminds us he says verse 18 knowing that you were ransomed from the feudal ways inherited from your father's not with perishable things. We were ransomed, we were redeemed, we were purchased from sin, not with uh, some precious commodity on earth (laughs) that is in itself perishable, whether it's silver or gold or whatever commodity it is, it's perishable. Um, He says, you weren't ransomed with such things, but, verse 19, with the precious blood of Christ we come to communion we focus on that blood the precious blood of christ like that of a lamb without blemish or spot he speaks then on how precious it is there's nothing else like it in other words jesus lived a sinless life no one else did that and no one else qualified to be the lamb that's why i like that passage in revelation i've been reading through that where the inhabitants of heaven say, worthy is the lamb to receive glory and honor and power and blessings and so forth. And so they they marvel that nobody else was found worthy to, to take the seals to, to take the scroll and to open uh, the seals and so the, the lamb was found worthy, worthy is the lamb and so, um, this precious blood, no one else could pay the price for our salvation other than Jesus Christ. No one else qualified. He qualified, and he was willing to do that on our behalf, and he did it on our behalf. So we remember that <clears throat> you were not redeemed or you are not ransomed with, pres- with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world. Now that's a, whenever you get into that type of talk, it just, it just blows our mind. How is it that God um, set this plan in, in, in order before he even created the world? He knew that his creation would need a redeemer and a savior, and he provided for that before he even said, let there be. And so we can thank God for his, his great encompassing plan that includes us. <laughs> he was made manifest in the last times for the sake of you. And I'm reminded that the Bible speaks of this time now as the last times. We need not forget that. We are in the last times. If you're thinking, uh, if you're thinking that way, you know, when you run a race. I know um, my daughter-in-laws are, are about to participate in, in a race. Heidi, if she's uh, able to, if she's uh, well enough. And Michelle's been running for for years. And and you gear in that race to be strong, to finish strong in the end. Sometimes on such a long race, finishing strong just means finishing. (laughs) If you can finish, then you'll finish strong. And sometimes it's that way with our lives. We want to finish strong. In other words, we want to finish. One of the characteristics of true believers is that they persevere so we want to we want to um, finish strong and so we're reminded that we're in the last days now there's no better time than for us to to think about and finishing strong living faithfully because we're in the last days last days started with christ coming on earth and yes it's been two thousand years but we are still in those last days meaning that Christ could complete his mission at any time he could return to earth at any time and we want to be found faithful he talked man, talk many parables about those last days one was the the, uh, the bridegroom returning and the guests needed to be prepared or, or the special wedding uh, um, uh, guests needed to be prepared for his return because he could come at any moment Um, And so we need to have that kind of mindset as well. So let's remind ourselves, let's um, um, encourage ourselves and each other that faithfulness is something God has called us to, So let's be faithful. What does that look like in in Sweet Communion? Well, it looks like, um, when I look out on the faces here, I see people who not just show up at church, but they're involved in the aspects of ministry here. Uh, and that's important. The church can't function unless people are serving in, the, in different capacities, whether that's the garden harvest, uh, uh, whether that's uh, truth seekers that's just getting started, whether that's the nursery that's going, or whether that's uh, cleaning the church, um, uh, preparing the outside grounds, um, whatever it is we had people today that stepped up for communion because we, our regular crew wasn't here. And so though, those are the things that are service as well as Sunday school teaching, getting God's word out, working with our children, working in our choir ministries, working with our, 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 our men in the Milwaukee Rescue Mission, just preaching God's word faithfully, teaching, um, and taking every opportunity to sharing the gospel Um at home and on the job and so these are last t- days and we need to be faithful in serving god and this is this is the um, this is the venue that god has given us to serve so let's let's take advantage of that and serve faithfully god is blessing god is bringing visitors i'm amazed at how many visitors come each week uh, i've been after my neighbor to to come for a while And he came today. I praise God that he came. I praise God for you guys greeting him. Uh, Some of you met him yesterday. And so he felt like, you know, he knew several people, had met people already. And uh, that's what it takes. And and, uh, so God is sending people here. And he wants us to be faithful and uh, um, live his word out in front of them and carry out ministry so the gospel can continue to go and impact lives. So let's remember that then as we uh, take communion tonight. Uh, we, we celebrate the precious blood of Christ that brings us our redemption. It reminds us of, 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 of what we need to be doing and living holy lives, committed, faithful, uh, good testimonies, and uh, glorifying him in all that we do. Men, would you come forward for our, our leaders? Would you come forward for our preparation for communion? Let's prepare our hearts for communion. Let's gonna pray as we prepare. I'm going to ask uh, Lawrence if he would pray and ask God's blessing um, on the uh, the wafer or the cracker that's used to represent Jesus' body. And uh, Andy will pray for the juice that's representing Jesus' blood. But first of all, I'm going to ask Brian to pray uh, that our hearts be prepared, that we will confess our sin before the Lord, that we would... Um, Um, make our fellowships with each other right and and confess anything that's not right before we take communion tonight. So, Brian, would you give us a time of silent meditation and focused reflection and then lead us in prayer to prepare our hearts for communion. Then the other two will follow in prayer.
1: Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be called by your name lord to be able to pray in your name and to hold this church in your name and so lord when we come to this communion lord we know what that word communion means lord that we will be in tune with you and with each other lord so i pray lord if there's anyone here lord who has sinned that they have not confessed before you that they will confess and forsake that sin now I pray, Lord, if there's any of us who have a problem with somebody else that is in the church, Lord, a believer, and they haven't gone through your steps to communion, Lord, because you can't have communion with you, Lord, who they can't see if they can't have communion with their brother or sister that they can see. I pray, Lord, that you would have us be those who are quick to write, wrongs help us to be those lord who boldly address situations lord where we have done wrong or when somebody has wronged us to correct that whole lord those cracks in our fellowship are where satan tries to reach his hand in and drive wedges between believers and then drive wedges between the fellowship and eventually he wants to pry that person out kind of like with a crowbar lord just wedging out a piece of wood he just wants to put them out of the fellowship altogether. And he starts with little cracks in between believers that we don't fix and so lord you've given us this communion to remind us that we're all supposed to be a one heart and one mind you said in ephesians four lord we have one spirit and one church one lord one baptism one faith one god over all so lord help us to aspire to that kind of unity in this church in your name we pray amen lord, we just thank you for the cracker and what it represents lord your body that was broken for us lord um we just uh, ask now is that as we, as we take this lord that you just help us to remember the sacrifice that was made for us to be free lord that we not take it lightly I pray as we take communion tonight, Lord, that you just continue to put that at the forefront of our mind. We take that with us when we leave here. Um, and we live in the freedom that is offered to, y- offered to us through you and your sacrifice. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Lord, we lift up this um, juice as a representation of the blood that you shed, of the sacrifice that you did for us, uh, the atoning um, death that you paid for us, that final sacrifice that you paid to cover our sins, and that you are a God that loves us enough to do so. We ask that you help us be mindful of this as we take this juice. In your name we pray.
0: To be a part of our communion tonight. This represents Jesus' body. Since his brethren were made of flesh and blood, he took on the same so that he might die on the cross for the sins of his brothers, those who would trust in him. Remember Christ then as we eat together. This cup represents Jesus's blood precious blood of the lamb the only blood that is able to provide our salvation and he willingly um, gave himself we read this morning he had power to lay down his life he had power to take his life up again that power he received or that authority he received from the Father. He did them both. He gave his life for us. He rose again from the dead that that signals our victory from death. So we rejoice as we drink together. So Brother Cliff Hill, if he would just offer a word of prayer, um, thanking God for this celebration of communion and also if they would um, end that um, just pray for us as we go out and close our service in, in a word of prayer